When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long, with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. How is it going? September 7th. Good morning, everyone. Wednesday, September 7th. You know what that means? That means that NFL football officially starts tomorrow. It officially starts tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to let it sink in for a second. Let that sink in. NFL football is back tomorrow. I, I know you all, if you're watching this, you're all as excited as I am. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about some players that I want you to stash before week one. Basically, I'm giving you this coming week's waiver wire pickups. It's always a podcast I like doing week one. And I'm also going to give a little preview, a little preview of Thursday Night Football, the first game. I hope you're enjoying the sound. It should sound pretty good. Basically, I moved into a new apartment and I lost access to my my, my studio that I've been in for the past two, three years in the basement closet. Completely soundproof, perfectly insulated. So I got here, sounded all right, but the room was very echoey. I have no furniture in here, nothing. I can't hang stuff on the wall even right now, so so I couldn't hang up my soundproof curtains. So I went out today and bought a bunch of four-inch thick what is it, rock wall, wall insulation, and I just stacked it up in the corner of my room, and it it's doing a phenomenal job. There's... There's essentially no echo in this room, no reverb, so I'm very pleased with it. I'm hoping it doesn't damage my lungs. I read various reports about it being known to do that, but some people on Reddit told me I would be fine. So I'm putting my faith in the good people of Reddit. Anyways, I thought a fun thing would be to start this off by telling you my teams, the main teams I have this year. So I always like giving you an idea of the teams I've got so you know if you can trust me or not. So in my 10-man keeper league that's been going for, what, eight years now, this is the oldest league I'm in, my roster consists of Kyler Murray, Najee Harris, Javante Williams, Justin Jefferson, Cortland Sutton, Hunter Henry, Marquise Brown. Bench is Jalen Hurts, Chase Edmonds, A.J. Dillon, Tyler Algier, James Cook, Zamir White, Kenneth Walker, Kadarius Toney, Chris Olave. That is my 10-man PPR Keeper League. Won the Super Bowl last year. It's a great lineup. In my Followers League, I've got Trey Lance, DeAndre Swift, Travis Etienne, AJ Green, Jalen Waddle, Chris Godwin, Antonio Gibson, Devontae Smith, Kenneth Gainwell, Tyler Algier, Zamir White, Brees Hall, Russell Gage, Trey Burks. This team I'm not as crazy about. I actually, up until last night, I had 
uh, Stefan Diggs. I actually traded Stefan Diggs in what I knew was a bad trade for Travis Etienne. I, I, I knew it was a bad trade, but I could not get Travis Etienne in this league for anything else because everyone in this league follows me, knows how much I love Travis Etienne. I offered some great trades, some uneven trades for Travis Etienne. They would not accept it unless I legitimately gave my best player. And I figured, you know what? I ride and die with you. I've been t- telling you all to get Travis Etienne. So at this point, I have to have him. It doesn't matter how much it costs me. I have to either succeed with you or fail with you. So that's that roster. And there are a few players on there that I want to talk about later in this podcast, the kind of players to stash right now. And then in the TikTok 12 league sponsored by Run Your Pool that No BS Fantasy Sports on TikTok has organized. <laughs> I'm Ah, my eyes hurt. I'm wondering if this uh, insulation is actually causing issues. Anyways, <clears throat> my face is like itchy. Gosh, this might not have been the best idea. I've got Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams. You're, you're sensing a common theme. Corlin Sutton, Mike Williams, Devante Smith, Pat Fryermuth, Damian Pierce, Tyler Algier, Zamir White, Kenneth Walker, Chris Olave. That is that roster. So a common thread is when I like a player, I'm okay reaching for them. I'm okay spending for them. If I believe a player is genuinely a league winner, like I tell you all, then I don't care paying a pretty penny for them. I don't care drafting them around earlier than I should when I believe in them. So those are the rosters in my main leagues. I've also got some some uh, underdog leagues. But those are really the the main ones that I'm focusing, so I want to show you those. So players to stash before week one. What does that mean? Well, why would we stash a player? Usually you stash a player because at some point in the season you believe they'll break out and be startable. Starting them, stashing them week one means that I think that they'll there will be hype surrounding these players after week one, I think they'll do something week one that makes the fantasy community crazy about them. So the first player that was actually listed on a lot of these teams was A.J. Green. No one wants A.J. Green. He's rostered in 31% of leagues, started in 8% of leagues. There's a decent chance that A.J. Green has a very decent week one against Kansas City. There's a decent chance that he's the wide receiver one in Arizona. Season long, love Marquis Hollywood Brown. Marquis Hollywood Brown has far more upside, but AJ Green could easily see 12 to 15 points week one. I think you want to stash AJ Green right now, potentially flex him, hit the over on prize picks with him, and then sell high. Sell AJ Green high for whatever you can because season long, do not like AJ Green at all. But I think he's a player who will have a decent week one and you should just stash him right now. The next player that I think you need to stash before week one is Tyler Algier. Tyler Algier is rostered in less than 5% of fantasy leagues. Less than 5%. Absolutely crazy. Tyler Algier is right now the number two behind Cordero Patterson. But in preseason, he looked 
very capable. Damian Williams and Cordero Patterson are above him, but those are two running backs that I think Tyler Algier could easily overcome and become the starter on what's not a very sexy offense, but an NFL offense. If he becomes the number one running back, he's going to be rostered in more than 0% leagues, which is what Sleeper has him at right now. If Tyler Algier comes out week one and scores a touchdown, scores a touchdown, he will be everyone's waiver wire number one priority. So I'm telling you right now, pick up Tyler Algier, draft the lowest upside player on your roster, and just hold on to Tyler Algier, and you'll thank me later, because there will come a point this season when you're scrambling to pick up Algier on the waivers. Pick him up right now, you will have him already, you won't have to deal with that nonsense. The next player that I believe you should be stashing before week one is another running back named Zamir White. Sleeper has him rostered in 0% of leagues. Great at Georgia. Great at Georgia. Looked pretty solid preseason too. Had some nice plays. Josh Jacobs is there, and then it's Zamir White. He is going into the season the number two running back. Josh Jacobs hasn't stayed perfectly healthy, and honestly, he hasn't been extremely impressive so far in his career. If Zamir White gets in on the goal line or Josh Jacobs tweaks his foot, I don't know. Zamir White will be one of the most talked about players on Twitter in a fancy football land as we go into waiver wire season week one. Zamir White needs to be stashed right now. Pick these guys up before They have the play that makes everyone else scramble to get them. I'm not saying they're going to be startable anytime soon. I'm just saying I can guarantee there comes a point where Zamir White is a hot name on the waiver wire. And I'm telling you right now, there's someone on your roster that you're never going to start that doesn't have much upside. Just drop them and pick up Zamir White and Tyler Algier. So he's number two. Number three, rostered in a few more leagues. But the hype is kind of not there because this guy had a hernia, had surgery, week one status. They don't even know if he's going to play. But Kenneth Walker is a darn good running back. And Rashad Penny, great player, yes, but incredibly prone to injuries. Rashad Penny has not stayed healthy. I'm not saying he'll get injured again. But if I were to bet money, I would say there will come a time where Rashad Penny isn't healthy this season, and everyone scrambles to pick up Kenneth Walker. And you're going to say, oh, but the offense is gross. I know the offense is gross. But when it's week seven, your running backs are injured, your main guy's on by, and you need to beat your arch rival, and you see Kenneth Walker going against Detroit or the Giants, you're going to wish you had picked him up earlier. So pick up Kenneth Walker High, high upside running back. Next one, James Cook. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going through these 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 rookie running backs who are rostered in less than five percent of leagues. James Cook is a talented running back, good pass catcher. He's gonna be in a three-headed committee. It's gross. Should not be started anytime soon. But if anything happens to one of the three running backs, if if Devin Singletary gets hurt, Zach Moss gets hurt. One of them has a few fumbles, which can easily happen with Devin Singletary. 
suddenly James Cook will be one of the hottest pickups in the league. Hottest pickups in the league for James Cook. He's on a high-powered offense with one of the best quarterbacks. They, they invested some capital in him in the draft. They clearly don't believe fully in Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. James Cook needs to be rostered before week one. Don't let him have that play that sparks the interest in him and you lose out on him. Roster James Cook. All right. Next is Kadarius Tony, Only rostered in 14% of fantasy leagues. Only rostered in 14% of leagues. Do you remember last year when he went for 189 yards on 10 receptions and scored 29 fantasy points? Because I remember. And do you remember what happened after that game? Everyone tried to pick him up. Every single person in the league tried to pick up Kadarius Tony. Didn't work out. He got injured. Giants still suck. But when there's that type of talent, that type of upside, and he's unclaimed, he's not on a team, you just pick him up. You might wait four weeks for that massive game and trade him. Or he might genuinely be the wide receiver one on a much improved Giants team. But Kadarius Tony is talented enough, has enough upside, young enough, that he needs to be rostered before week one. You can't just let him sit there. You can't just let the guy sit there. Next, Chris Alave, rostered in less than 5% of leagues as well. Unbelievable. Unbelievable how little interest there is in these, these rookies. Chris Alave, he had some hype building up, but then Michael Thomas is back. Everything's back to normal. But what if Michael Thomas isn't himself? Just, just what if? Then Chris Alave will probably be a top 15 fantasy wide receiver. If something isn't right with Michael Thomas, Chris Alave will be top 15, top 20 pretty easily, I think. So go pick him up. Go pick him up. If you're in one of the leagues where he is rostered, no one's excited about him except for me. Go, go submit a little trade for him. Go submit a trade for him. Starts off against Atlanta. You know how easy it would be against Atlanta for Chris Olave, even with Michael Thomas 100% healthy, how easy it would be for Chris Olave to have a big week one against Atlanta. It would be pretty easy. It would, it's pretty easy to have a big game against Atlanta. So go get Chris Olave on your team before week one. He's another player that you should be stashing. Without further ado now, let's get into the Thursday night preview. But before I do, I want to tell you all about today's sponsors. First off, prize picks. Prize picks is the best way to make a little a little a little moolah, a little cash doing fantasy football. Prize picks, super simple, super easy to play, super fun, legal in most states now. All you do is select the over and the under on different stat lines for players. And when you get them right, you make money. It's that easy. And when you use promo code PROFIT, P-R-O-F-F-E-T, you're automatically entered in this first giveaway that is for the Cortland Sutton autographed mini helmet. This thing is beautiful. I think he's going to have a big week one. So you want to get entered for that as soon as possible. I'm also going to be giving away these Marquise Hollywood Brown One is a rookie gems, has a diamond in it, autographed, numbered out of 25. 
The other number out of 20 has a jersey patch from college, both rookie cards. I'm giving these away as well to prize picks depositors. So go download prize picks today. And then our other sponsor is Pickett. If you do prize picks, if you do underdog fantasy, which I know a lot of you do, Pickett is an app that you you need. Pickett is sports betting Twitter merged with Robinhood. On Pickett, you can track your bets, your success, your return on investments, your 28-day you know, percentage up or down. It, it's like a great stock app, but for your, but for your sports bets. And then it has the, the, the social media aspect incorporated as well. You can see what your friends are betting on. You can trash talk your friends. You can connect with your favorite content creators. And best of all, this app is 100% free. Download it using promo code PROFIT or the link in my bio, and you're automatically going to be entered to win a jersey of your choice. I'll be giving away after 300 people sign up. So be one of the first 300 to be entered in that jersey giveaway, and get your friends invited too, because it's more fun when your friends are on there and you can trash talk and see what they're betting on. But Picket is a great free app that if you if you do sports betting, underdog, DFS, you should, you should download it and link those accounts. Now, without further ado, Buffalo versus the Rams. The first starts and sits of the season. Josh Allen, obvious start. Obvious start. You're, you're not going to bench him. You, you don't need to know that. Matthew Stafford as well, obvious start. Although I'm much more interested in watching how Stafford plays than I am Josh Allen. If Josh Allen has a bad game, I go, oh, you know, he's rusty. Didn't he hasn't played in you know six months? It's nothing. If Matthew Stafford is off, I start to get worried about the arthritis. I start to get a little bit worried about the arthritis. So watching Stafford play is going to be very interesting. Very interesting because if that arthritis is an issue, suddenly Cooper Cup. Suddenly, Allen Robinson bounce back season. A lot is riding on Matthew Stafford's elbow being fine. So you're starting him, obviously. We've been told it shouldn't be a big issue. But just watch carefully how Stafford is playing if he's adjusting his throwing motion. The running backs on Buffalo's side of the ball, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, and Cook, James Cook. All should be rostered except for Zach Moss. And all should not be started this week. Basically, I'm not starting any of these Bills running backs until there's an injury. Or they just say, this guy's better, he's the starter. But a three-headed backfield, there will be fantasy points. Someone will get in the end zone. But you got to have better options. If you listen to a fantasy football podcast, you have better options. On the Rams side of the ball, Cam Akers, you got to start if you own him, I think. I think you have to pretty much start Cam Akers. I don't want to, though. I'm hoping I have enough depth that I get to watch Cam Akers play a game of football before I have to start him. He had that terrible Achilles injury, came back in record time, and then looked horrible. He didn't look good when he came back. And now he's facing Buffalo, one of the best defenses in the league. There's a decent chance they limit his touches, he sees more, more of a split with Daryl Henderson than we would imagine. I don't like Cam Akers this week. I don't have the guts to start him. So I am looking elsewhere. 
For the receivers, Stephon Diggs is not is an obvious start, and so is Cooper Cup. You drafted them for second round. You're starting them. Gabe Davis and Allen Robinson are where things get interesting. Gabe Davis, last we saw him, he was breaking NFL records in the playoffs, going for 200 yards. Last we saw Allen Robinson, he was disappointing fantasy managers all over the place. Looked like he didn't care anymore. But I am starting both of them. Gabe Davis, this game we see, is he for real? Or was this just a flash-in-the-pan crazy game? I think it's for real. Now, I'm not expecting 200 yards, four touchdowns, but I'm expecting a very solid wide receiver two game from him. 16 points is what Gabe Davis should be scoring in this game, and I'm starting him. Allen Robinson, I am starting and hoping he redeems himself. It's a tough matchup. I get it. But at some point, if you are a talented player with a good quarterback, with a good coach, it doesn't matter if the matchup is tough, you can produce. So Allen Robinson, I'm saying I believe he's still a talented player, so I'm starting him. Isaiah McKenzie, 2-2 at, well, we're not starting any of those guys, but Allen Robinson, I think, bounces back, and Gabe Davis, I think, stays in the flame and shows us that he is a legitimate wide receiver, too, with upside. That's going to do it for the very first, you know, starts and sits and the stashes before before you uh before week 1. You've already drafted. Now go drop that that player with no upside. I don't know exactly who it is on your team probably like the Randall not Randall Cobb. He well, yeah. Yeah, Randall Cobb. I'm trying to think of like the the least sexy player. Um <laughs> who's the least sexy player? I'm trying to think. When you think like who's who's gross, no upside, who would that be? I, I don't even know. I can make a case for pretty much any player. Um Samaje Pirine. Tyler Boyd. You know, those players that are you know what you've got in them, and you know that you're not gonna be starting them unless something goes terribly wrong. Yeah. Nikhil <laughs> Harry. Devontae Parker. <laughs> poor, poor thing. So thank you all for listening to this podcast, and I will see you all Friday for Starts and Sits Part 1. And then I'll see you again another time, I think Saturday, for the rest of the Starts and Sits and the Profit-Approved Players for Week 1. Thank you all for listening. I will see you next time.